Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. I'm Gary Demas, really pleased to have everybody with us this morning. Again, and Jamie, we're going to be talking about uh, a nice topic today, mm-hmm. room additions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually working on my room addition right now. Yeah. So you're yeah. perfect person to talk to. Are you going to put a room addition on the house you're in? Gosh, no. No? No. It's just right now. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's there's like a couple things I wish we had that we don't have that someday if we yeah. really wanted to, mm-hmm. but probably not. Okay. Some people just have a real need to add more space. Yes. Uh, could be a kitchen expansion, you know, if they need a bigger kitchen mm-hmm. or, um, you know, family room space, just extra living space, yeah. bathroom. An office. We've even added on to put an elevator in homes yeah and that became a room addition yeah so there's always a lot of ways to expand the house and sometimes if you can't expand out you expand up Mm -hmm. so we've done that as well yeah and then there's also you know the something that i see a lot that our design team does is uh, like a two-foot cantilever yeah. addition. Mm-hmm. And the benefit of those and the impact of those is incredible. Yeah, it really is. So. Extra two feet, it's amazing what that'll uh, do to a floor plan. Yeah. Okay, so we appreciate everybody tuning in. You can reach us by email. That email address is info at davefox.com. You can also go to our website, davefox.com. You can go to davefoxradio.com. I don't know what other Dave Fox sites there are out there, but well, you Instagram could just try. at DaveFoxDesignBuild.com. No, <laughs> you just follow us at Dave Fox Design Build. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, same thing, Facebook, Pinterest, all social hows. You can find us at Dave Fox Design Build. Okay, so we're out there thanks mm-hmm. to Jamie and all of our marketing efforts. So, um, Jamie, let's go ahead and get into the room additions today. Let's see, we've covered. One of the things we've covered recently in the past is like the top 10 things of whatever. Yeah. And then the do's and don'ts. And I think those headliners always get people's attention. Yeah. Yeah, It's interesting how I notice on YouTube people trying to get more views all the time. You know, the titles they come up with is kind of provoking, like you really want to hear it. So they'll put the five mistakes of when people buy blah, blah, blah. Mm Mm-hmm. Or... You know, everybody wants to be uh, avoid a pitfall, right? Yeah. So they're putting these titles out there, thinking like, "You've got to see this before you buy this." Everyone's marketing. You watch the video and you think, "Really? This title is strictly marketing. There's no content here in the video." (laughs) Yeah, I actually just did a orientation for some of our our new field carpenters uh, this week, Mm -hmm. and. You know, that's one thing I always say is, you know, my job is to put the message out there about what we do, but your job is to do what I say we're going to do. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, you have to live up to everything I say that we do. So, exactly. you know, when I say our professionalism and our quality is mm-hmm. top of the line, you got to yep. be top of the mm-hmm. line. Yep. Um, but yeah, that is one key component to good marketing is not only saying it, but doing Delivering, it. yeah. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. I always think to that, uh, did you ever see the movie, The Greatest Showman? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's a wonderful movie. Yeah, it's one of my all-time definitely. favorites, actually. But I also think it's kind of a marketing movie. Yeah. <laughs> which I'm maybe the only one that sees it that way. But I I love all the like little marketing kind of things that he does mm-hmm. to get his 
circus yeah. off the ground. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you haven't been to the Barnum Museum lately, you haven't been or, mm-hmm. you know, all of his yeah. little taglines and and the printing it everywhere for branding and things like that. I just yeah. thought it was so interesting, the marketing spin of hmm. that movie. But yeah. Yeah. Now I that just, you mentioned you know, that, I agree. Nerd out on it a little bit, but I mm-hmm. love that movie. <laughs> yeah. All right. So room additions. Mm-hmm. So there's several different types of room additions. Um, like we kind of talked about, there's going up, there's going out and you know, there's the cantilevers and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's also, I think for general consumer, the toughest thing to kind of understand or know is when, what additions need what, meaning like what, when do you need a basement? When do you just need a foundation? When do you need a full crawl space? It's like, when do you, at what point do you need certain things? You know, I think a cantilever, the benefit of it is that you don't need to do that kind of full foundation. Um, yeah, full mm-hmm. foundation and things yeah. like that. Is there like different, you know, if you go out, so the two foot, you don't need the full foundation. Correct. And then is it like a 10 foot or it's a 20 foot or regardless from there on out, you need the same thing? No, here's how that works. It depends on how the size of your floor joist, because your floor joist like if you go down your basement, look, they're spanning a certain distance and then they're resting on a beam and they're okay. spanning another distance. So if it's a two by 10, which is the most common by far, mm-hmm. then it'll span a certain distance, maybe 13 feet or so, 12, 13. Uh, and then you'd have to have support for it. So there are uh, formulas for cantilevering. For instance, that two by 10 floor joist, mm-hmm. it can cantilever 30 inches without a foundation. Okay. If it's a two by 12 floor joist, it'll cantilever further. I'm not sure what the exact number is. Okay. Uh, You'll see a two by eight floor joist every now and then. It's probably a 24 inch maximum, I guess. So the size of your joist has something to do with that. Um, Really, that determines how far that can cantilever. Okay. Now you can, in remodeling, you can always do anything you need to, right? Sometimes yeah. it's not feasible. Right. So let's say you had a two by 10 joist and for some reason you needed to cantilever four feet, um, which would be an unusual circumstance, but let's just say you run into that. Yeah. Well, okay. The way around that would be to cantilever, add LVLs, which are, you know, veneered beams that are very strong. Mm-hmm. So you could do like a two by 10 LVL. And when you cantilever, uh, in that situation, you would have to, uh, if you can imagine where your foundation is and then you're looking at your existing floor joist, well, you'd have to take that LVL and insert it into the existing floor system, like six feet or whatever the engineer determined, Mm -hmm. attach it to your existing joist, and then where it's sticking out, uh, that that gives, gives us the ability to cantilever. So... You could cantilever four feet with some engineering and some LVL beams. That's okay. a lot of extra work and expense, but yeah. sometimes, gosh, let's face it, we're remodeling and we run into all kinds of unusual situations, yes. right? <laughs> so it's nice just to have some tricks up your sleeve in those situations, but under normal circumstances, a two by 10, 30 inch cantilever is what we run into most often or 24 inch. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what about, cause I feel like the most common place I see a cantilever is in a bay window mm-hmm. of like a dining room or something like that. They yeah. used to be kind of all the rage was a yeah. bay window. Mm-hmm. So if you have a dining room 
and let's say you want to turn it into an office or some other room because that's what most people are doing right now yeah. um with a bay window and it doesn't suit your space and you want to just flatten out that wall you just want it to be a straight wall but you want it pushed out to the back of the bay window mm -hmm. can you do that or is that then too long of an area to cantilever if that makes sense if it's a if it's a you know i don't know call it 15 foot wall and there's a six foot bay window in it okay or bay kind and right of now the bay window is cantilevered so the floor system goes out into yes. the bay okay yeah and then you're saying you want to take that whole room that whole wall that that bay is on oh that the out. bay is on yeah can you do that and push it out even further than no to the end of the bay uh, yeah but not wider than the bay so we're gonna do some arts and crafts okay. here <laughs> All right, so here's your wall, and here's your bay. Yeah. If you wanted to, this is, goes like this. Go if, the full width of the room? Yeah, and you wanted to bring this out to oh, be okay, like this. Oh, sure. Yeah, you can just add cantilever joists where the bay isn't, because you've already got the joists there. Okay. Yeah, you could add them clear across the whole room. Sure. Okay. Piece of cake, and then... Piece of cake. <laughs> put some walls up, and a couple beams, and drywall, and insulation and stuff and there you go there you, you go room. all right that's the formula there it is okay so <clears throat> cantilevering is what we got into this segment uh, next segment we're going to talk about a different part of room additions i'm not sure what it is yet but if you hang in there we'll find out real soon and we are back here talking about room additions on the dave fox home remodeling show so Last segment, if you missed it, was into cantilevers. So if you want to know where the cantilever is and what all you can do with cantilevered spaces, you know, you mentioned in the first segment, Jamie, how two feet can make a big difference. Mm -hmm. Okay, if, if you're adding two feet to any room in the house, which one do you think would have the biggest bang for the buck? Oh, which like room? a kitchen or kitchen. laundry room, like something with storage, like storage yeah. that's a workhorse. So I would kitchen, say kitchen, laundry room, bathroom. By far. Because the kitchen uh, strategic layout is so critical because mm -hmm. you got all the workspaces, you're doing so much in the kitchen, you need a lot of space there. Yeah. So I can't think, I'm thinking of a number of jobs we've done where the two foot cantilever allowed us to get a, a legitimate island in the kitchen, mm -hmm. which makes a big difference in the yeah. floor plan. So kitchen is a great space. If you think your kitchen is just a little too small and you want to redo it and and have a little more freedom in the floor plan, maybe add an island, then the cantilever is probably the right choice. Yeah. And I mean, I think too, those those two feet are, you will never regret them. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's the kind of thing that adds so much functionality to a floor plan. Um, and again, the benefit is cost-wise, not needing that full foundation. Yeah, you do. I mean, not that it's inexpensive to cantilever. Sure. I mean, there's expense in it, but you do kind of cut out the, the foundation costs, which yeah, helps. and the mess of it. <clears throat> yeah, of the foundation. Yeah, digging. of like digging and everything like that. So when you do a cantilever, do you still need to dig out? Nope, not no. at all. Mm -hmm. You just build right up over what's there. Yep. So how does that work though? If there's like grass or something there, you just build over it. Well, your cantilever is up above the, the grass. grass. Yeah. yeah. If you think of your floor, you're always stepping up into your house. Okay. So, so it just kind of stays as it is. It hangs over the grass or yeah. whatever you've got there, plants. or. That's mm -hmm. cool. Yep. I can see why they're on so many of our designs. Yeah. <laughs> they're very effective. Yep. All right. But sometimes two feet is not enough. Mm -hmm. So um, building out 
is very common. Yep. Uh, and there's lots that goes into that, especially when you think of, because it, it's hard to work in. You not only need to have the space on your lot um, and on your land, mm-hmm. but also it needs to be able to connect to a space in your home that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, what's when you're kind of designing and someone wants to add on something to your home, where, where's your starting point? What do you look for first? Okay, so you're right. Your lot has dictates a lot of what you can do. Mm-hmm. And you've got some potential pitfalls in your lot. You might think you have space there, but you might find your zoning has an easement on like the sides and the front and the back. Yeah. Not that that's uh, an impossible hurdle. You know, that's where the uh, variance comes into play. Mm-hmm. But you've got to check, we would check zoning first to make sure it's feasible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also just having the space in your lot. Uh, some lots have a lot of grade in them, yeah. steep, steep grades and stuff, which we'd have to consider. But there is going to be at least one perfect spot probably on your home to add on to and maybe a couple alt- alternates. Uh, so it is kind of a just looking at all the data and figuring out the most efficient plan to accomplish what the goal is. So that's going to include the outside lot, setbacks, easements, uh, and then how, as you mentioned, how it works with the uh, existing uh, floor plan that you have. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, when it comes to, I don't know, Big no-nos, I guess, with a with a room addition. If, okay, this is the title. What you should never do when designing a room addition. Right? There you go. So that'll get somebody's attention. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. Okay. Especially if they're thinking about a room addition. <laughs> but so if it's a, you know, you ha- if it's like, let's say, a really big drop-off mm-hmm. at the back of the house, you're going to have a lot of kind of foundation work yeah. and exterior you siding. You probably have a stepped foundation. So okay. you would dig out a little bit. And then the grade's going down, so you go down lower, dig out some more, down lower, dig out some more. So that would be a stepped foundation. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is there, I guess, what's the determination when you're doing a room addition um, of a crawl space versus a full basement? Just kind of preference? Or is there a time that you need one over the other? Um, Most often, if we're adding a room addition and there's an existing basement, Mm -hmm. It's really smart to go ahead and put a basement under that addition because yeah. that's the least expensive square foot cost you'll have yeah, in getting a living point. space. So that's what I did. <clears throat> yeah. So you'll dig all the way down and it just tie it into your existing basement. That's real easy. Um, and your costs are more, but it's so cheap per square foot to get that extra space. It's definitely worth it. You, yeah, because really the cost difference is the digging part. You're digging, digging out and a little, a little more. more masonry block. Yeah, yeah, and then pouring a floor, mm-hmm. where a crawl space typically just has a gravel. Yeah. So you can put a crawl space and have an existing addition or basement. That's mm-hmm. no problem, but it's just really economical space to get. Yeah. Um, if your whole house is under a crawl space now, then that's a different scenario. You're probably going to stick with a crawl space. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or if it would be inaccessible or whatever, um, like if it's on the other side of a crawl space existing yeah. area, things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. That makes sense. Yep. Okay, but s- structure-wise, there's no reason to do one over the other. They do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. You just need footer and foundation wall, and it just goes deeper when you have a basement. And yeah. Then, of course, you'll 
<clears throat> put in the uh, pour, poured floor. Okay. Some people will pour a thin floor in a crawl space, especially a deeper one where mm -hmm. they can actually get in and have a little bit of storage. Yeah. Yeah. So pouring a floor in a crawl space, if you're going to store anything in it, that's a good way to go. Worthwhile. Yeah. Okay. And then I know, you know, one thing to keep in mind, just because I know of a couple of projects we've done this on that are, I thought it was so smart, especially in areas like Arlington where the houses are a little smaller um, and there's a lot of room additions being done, but not a ton of land. Mm -hmm. We we had a client that was doing a room addition to their first floor, kind of expanding their kitchen space and things like that, and thought eventually down the road sometime they might want to do um, add above it and add onto their master suite upstairs. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that was so smart to bring up at the time of this addition so that we could get the floor or the ceiling ready for a floor now mm. while we're building it. Mm -hmm. um, and so things like that are really, I think, smart to consider also, you know, mm -hmm. if you're doing a room addition, are you building just a single story? Are you doing the basement? Are you doing a second story ever? Mm -hmm. um, and kind of taking that into consideration. Yeah. I thought it was really smart. Yeah, because in that scenario, you'd make sure your ceiling joists were actually adequate to be floor joists as well. Right. So they'd be... Maybe instead of a two by six or two by eight ceiling joist, you'd have a two by 10 ceiling joist. Yeah, and then that way too, you're not paying for it twice. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of, it's ready to go. Um, so I think that that sort of thing, like we always say with all remodeling projects, the more you think about and can kind of plan for, the better, better you'll be. Yeah. But yeah, so another fun thing with room additions is just the kind of freedom to do something different, you know? So if, if you really want floor to ceiling windows in that room mm -hmm. or depending on what the room is, but just kind of thinking outside the box of mm -hmm. your home and just thinking if you want to do anything kind of different or, um, you know, something you've always wanted. That's a great that point because, um, years ago people used to feel like, uh, restricted to just what their house was now and they didn't want to do anything different because it might affect the resale value. God yeah. forbid. But now I think people are, are kind of lost some of that fear and they're being a little more, I don't know, adventurous. Mm -hmm. And you're right. I mean, you could take a room addition and just give it a completely different feel. If the, if the house, you know, if you wish it had some aspects uh, in terms of a remodeling theme that it doesn't have, you can yeah. add a room addition and put in there exactly what you want. Yeah. It doesn't, everything doesn't have to match. It has to work together. Right. But it doesn't have to be the same thing. Yeah. I mean, even in German Village, you know, if it's a brick house, you mm -hmm. can't add on with brick. That's kind of one of their mm -hmm. rules. Yeah. You have to do siding. Yeah. And it works. It yeah. works okay, you mm -hmm. know? Yep. So I think it's cool. Okay. So room additions is the topic today at Dave Fox Design Build Remodelers, where we are one of the largest remodelers in the nation. We'll be right back. Today the topic is room additions. We're glad you're listening to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show where we are here every Sunday morning at 8 o'clock and on podcasts all over the world anytime you want to listen. Right? That's right. We don't restrict listening hours to our podcasts, right? No, podcasts okay. are always available. Okay. All right. So, um, Jamie, we've talked about cantilevers a lot. Mm -hmm. If anybody's just tuning in, last segment we talked about... Going out. Going out. Yeah. Uh, crawl spaces versus basements. Uh, so if you missed any of that, you can go to dayfoxradio.com and there you can download, listen to it, whatever you want to do. Yeah, there you have it. Okay. 
So what's next? So um, so we talked about building out, um, and then the, there's the additional kind of option of building up, mm-hmm. which in areas that we talked about last segment, like Upper Arlington, like German Village, where they're a little bit, their lot sizes are a little smaller, mm-hmm. a little bit more landlocked, um, going up is a great option. Especially, mm-hmm. you know, I can think of a lot of homes where there's nothing over the garage. Yeah. And it's really great space up there. Bonus room territory. Yeah, bonus room. I, my In our house, my son's bedroom is over the garage. Mm-hmm. He likes to call it his wing, okay. the man wing, mm-hmm. man cave. And um, he has his own bathroom too. So it's kind of all over the garage. Um, and it's just great, valuable space mm-hmm. that's often underutilized yeah. um, in a lot of kind of older floor plans. Yeah. We've done a number of additions where we have done just that, capture mm-hmm. that space over the garage. And, of course, where it ties into your existing home, uh, that's obviously something to consider. A lot of times <clears throat> a popular over-the-garage space would be a master uh, closet, yeah, big walk-in closet. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times the master is up in that yeah. area. But it all depends on what walls and what rooms are adjacent to that uh, garage space. But it's usually pretty easy um, and feasible to Mm -hmm. add space over your garage. Yeah, I mean, we've definitely seen lots of different things, you know, from bedrooms and bathrooms, if they need an extra, or expanding the master, things Mm -hmm. like that. Closets are great. Um, I've even, you know, my husband and I were talking about the house we're in now, and, you know, will it be a 10-year house? Will it be a forever house kind of thing? And I... I feel like it could be a forever house because I was even saying that that room that's currently my son's bedroom, I'm like, I could see us changing the flooring out in there. It has great big windows and making it a workout room. Oh, yeah. You know, it Mm -hmm. has its own bathroom. I'm like, I think when we're empty nesters, I could totally see. And then you're not going into a basement or, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? You're going into a space with these big windows. So there's so many options Mm -hmm. um, when you go up that can be really cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I think a lot of times, too, it's a great opportunity to change the exterior of your house, Mm -hmm. the front um, or the back or wherever you're adding on and kind of be creative with dormer windows or, you know, a different kind of texture on the siding or things like that. Yeah, we've run into a lot of different scenarios with adding a second story addition, even in homes that had no second story at all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So literally adding another whole floor above. So that gets a little tricky. If there's no second store, no second floor space now, then you don't have a stairway going to the upstairs. Yeah. So adding a stairway in your main floor plan, I mean, that's critical. The location, it doesn't work everywhere. Yeah. So finding a good spot to add a stairway can be a challenge in a one floor plan. Yeah. But, I mean, we've done it, and there's always a way. Right? Yeah. So that's... Uh, the, one of the tricky parts is getting that stairway up there because the stairway takes a lot of floor space, both in the main level and the upper level. Yeah. And, you know, one of my favorite things that I've seen our designers do when we are adding a second story to a home or any room addition for that matter is I think they're so passionate about architecture and kind of the integrity of the space. But the way that they're able to maintain the character of the home I'm always kind of really just blown away by. Mm-hmm. You know, I can think of one that we did in in Worthington where it was a very, you know, modest home in Worthington and matched everything else on the street, but they wanted more space. They needed more space and added a second story. But the 
the home, the front of the home maintained its appearance. Mm. And I thought that that was really cool and important to the neighbors. You know, mm -hmm. they don't want to have, you, we've all driven down those streets where there's that one home mm -hmm. <laughs> that sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah. And we don't want to do that to the yeah. character of a neighborhood. And I, I just appreciate that they value that as well mm -hmm. when they're designing. Yeah. Yeah. Design considerations really come into play. Um, and again, it, you don't, it's not that you have to match everything. It's just that it has to go together. It has to work together. Right. And you can get a little creative. Our designers do sometimes and come up with things that you wouldn't think would work, but you can, especially in the front of a home. Now, some people want to change the facade. Mm -hmm. you know, they, they, they don't like what they have now. And of course, that's a good opportunity to, to add features that will really change the look of the house. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's I live in a split-level home, mm -hmm. which I think is very functional, at least for us, it's very functional. But I do think it can be a challenging for things like when you consider a room addition mm -hmm. um, or things like that, because getting things to line up yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, or not need stairs or, you know, things mm -hmm. like that can be a little tricky. So yeah. it does limit, it limits our ability of where we could add on mm -hmm. um, for sure. Um, and then also our, we live on a corner lot and the house is angled on that lot, mm -hmm. which I like for privacy of our backyard, but again, gets a little tricky if we were to ever add on, mm -hmm. but there are, there's always a way around almost every challenge. There is. And a lot of times tricky situations end up being very cleverly built projects. Yeah. Very and add character. Projects. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So, um, you know, when we do the additions and we're blending them into the home, sometimes clients are wanting new siding on their whole home, which yeah. makes it easy. Um, other times they don't. Um, and we run in, it can be tricky, especially with like stucco. I always know we have a lot of conversations around stucco. Mm -hmm. So what's kind of your two cents on stucco? <laughs> stucco is people have to understand first you can't blend new stucco into existing. There's going to be a, you're going to see it. Yeah. There's no way to do it. It's not like, I mean, drywall ceilings that are stippled or textured. We've got artists that can blend those and you can't even tell where they added on. But yeah. stucco, it's more the physical characteristics of stucco. It's, it's a masonry product. It's going to have a line where one meets the other. Even if the texture and color are exactly the same, you're going to see it. So we always like to point this out to homeowners, uh, or if you're just stuck going in a window, because a lot of times in the kitchen, you know, we need to change or move windows yeah. for the floor plan inside. So it's either understand that you're going to live with uh, a patch that is visible mm -hmm. <clears throat> or restucco the, the whole wall that that window is in. Wow. Or if you're adding on uh, to a flush wall, you know, mm -hmm. either have a, a visible line there, or if you're lucky, you can put a gutter downspout right there. Oh, that's a good that, idea. That works sometimes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so could you, if you patched it, could you just paint that whole side or do you have to restuck You can them? paint the whole okay. side, but you're still going to see that line where the, the old new meets stucco. the new. Okay. Yeah. It, Even if you it painted the whole thing. It doesn't feather in. Okay. It's just more of a butt joint. Think about it that way. All right. So that's so like you commitment. Could, and we have done, you know, like painted the whole side of the house just to get the color the same. Because matching stucco color is a trick. 
mm-hmm. and it's not easy. You're mixing colors in a masonry product, trying to match an existing, and when it dries, it's a different color than when you're mixing it. Yeah. So it's almost impossible to get an exact color match with stucco. So there's times where we have to paint a whole wall. Okay. Definitely. So is that something we typically factor in ahead of time or have the discussion up front of, yes. like, do you want to paint the whole wall and have that all included yeah, in the like project? Yeah, we like for the homeowner to understand all the ins and outs and uh, potential pitfalls of a stucco patch. But once they understand that, and uh, I don't know if we, we probably have some photos we could show homeowners of what it might look like, but mm-hmm. if they understand it, they can make the, the judgment call or, or get prices both ways and figure out what's the best. But sometimes just adding that space is so critical and important that they're going to find a way to do it one way or the other. Yeah. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. And this is Gary and Jamie, right? This yep. is the Gary and Jamie show. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many shows on the radio that are like, you know, two names. Yeah. We're just the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. Yes. It just happens to be Gary and Jamie doing it, right? That's right. Okay. So we're talking about room additions today. It's a great topic and something we, when you, when I think about it, the percentage of room additions that we do today is far higher than previous years. Because if you look at it, just a kitchen bath job or a bath job or a screen porch or who knows what. Yeah. Um, the percentage of room additions is way up. People are adding space onto their homes and it's, they're spending a lot of money to do it. So I you're know. in what marketing. Do you think it is, you uh, tell, you, you're going to tell me because I'm you're the marketing you? person. You yeah. understand all that stuff. Okay. So I think it has a lot to do with the curtain housing market. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that for the last, I don't know, two years, it's been really hard to buy a home you know, and the house values have gone up exponentially. And up until recently, interest rates were pretty low. Mm -hmm. So I think refinancing made these types of projects more doable um, for a lot of consumers. And then I think too, you know, people fall in love with their homes. There's so many memories there. There's, they love their neighbors. They love their, maybe their drive or their, the woods they back up to, or they've already made so many changes that they, don't want to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think homes have, are really part of our families and they're very hard to leave for most people. So I think with that, plus the housing market being so challenging um, and high and kind of hot right now that when you look at other homes and you see that you don't even like anything more than you like your home, yeah. it makes you want to invest in your own home. And a lot of people are moving for space. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's typically kind of why people move is either everyone has a reason, right? Yeah. Um, you know, our reason was our location. We wanted a different location. That mm-hmm. was something we were unable to change. Mm-hmm. Nothing we can, yeah. no matter what we did, it was not changeable. Yeah. So if that type of lo- reason, your option is to move. Um, and yours similar was kind of location and, mm-hmm. and um and kind of the, the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so when you think of those types of changes or desires, there's nothing you can do about it. But then when you think about the fact that, you know, gosh, I love everything about this house, but we need an extra bedroom. Mm-hmm. There's something you can do about that, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and you and I can both say moving 
is probably going to cost more. <laughs> mm. I mean, by the time you get out there, you make the changes that are, you know, suited for you and things like that and the expensive movers and how much time it takes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm beginning to think remodeling is easier. Mm. <laughs> but I think, you know, we talk about the stress in remodeling, but gosh, stress during moving. Is, moving is, that's yeah. A, oh, that's compacted stress. I know. I mean, we've been in our house like eight-ish months. Yeah. And it is amazing. It is amazing how long it really takes to make a house your own, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I'm, you know me, Gary. I was unpacked yeah. that like night. <laughs> Don't tell anybody you had every single box unpacked the night you moved because they won't believe it. I know. Huh. I know. But if you Oscar pack really it. organized, <laughs> it's really easy to unpack. Mm. But anyway. Um, but then I think that so many people, you know, you were looking at the real estate, trying to find a house to maybe move to or thinking about it. And when they come to that realization of weighing the pros and cons, if there's more that they like about their home, it's worth it to invest in their home. And when it is something like mm-hmm. space or, you know, a wish of like I have I have a friend that she always says, I just feel like we're going to move at some point because just the floor plan of this house doesn't work for our mm-hmm. family. And I always tell her, you can change that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that is changeable. If you yeah. love your street and you love, 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 yeah. you can change that. Yeah. I mean, we've taken a kitchen from the front of the house and put it in the back of the house. Yeah. <laughs> um, now there's always budget restrictions to things mm-hmm. like that, of course, but not everything has to be, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Yep. But room additions can add so much value to your home, so much personal value to mm-hmm. your home. Um, and completely change a home Yeah. that I think, I think that's why I think it's that kind of realization of all of those factors yeah. is why we're seeing so many. Yeah. That's the, the importance of remodeling is the fact that you have a chance to suit your floor plan or your home to your family and your needs. Yeah. And some people are lucky enough to buy the house. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know, the layout is there just what you want yeah. and works perfectly for you. A lot of people are, like your friend just yeah. been living in a home struggling with it not super happy with it and it's funny how something will just cause them to cross the line and and, and start to do something yeah and once that ball's rolling they get so excited about changing yes. their home and finally we're doing this why didn't we do it five years ago you know? i know that's the way it's it so is true. with everyone yeah I know. And it's funny to me, too, how often that that thing to make them cross the line is like a microwave breaking. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. It's yeah. so often that it's, some, leaking yeah, or it's some little thing happens. And that's kind of mm-hmm. whether it's your sign or it's your it's your push you needed. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, but yeah. once they take the plunge, it's fun to see how excited people are yeah. about making that change. It really is. Mm-hmm. It is. It's a good change. And I think, too, um, I always, I love to see the after of room additions and it's almost, I think of it as when this is like a random comparison, but when kids get glasses, you know, you, at first you're like, oh, I don't want to change their face, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. But then it, get, it switches to this point, it crosses over at some point that they look more unrecognizable without the glasses oh, than they yeah. do with the, you know yeah. what I mean? And there are people in general, it makes that change. We become accustomed to things. And it's kind of the same thing happens with the room edition. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of get used to the new, the new change of the outside of your house. If it's in the front or the back or the side or your backyard is completely mm-hmm. different. And then all of a sudden it makes that shift and you can't, imagine that that house ever didn't have that part to it Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. yeah so it's just a cool progression yeah 
But it's it's like lifelong enjoyment because every time, you know, just on my own homes, every addition I've done or remodeling I've done, you know, five years later, I'm I'm realizing, wow, this is so nice that we did this. And I'm yeah. enjoying the space so much. Yeah. It's very rewarding. It is. And that's, I think, why, uh, you know, our our team gets so much enjoyment out of what we do. Mm-hmm. It's because we get to go through that experience with customers every single day. Yeah. You know, and homeowners that we'll run into them at a trade show maybe five years later and they're like, oh, we talk about this every single uh-huh. day, how glad we are we did yeah. it and how much we loved it and blah, blah, blah. And I'm kind of geeky that way. It's like the shower at my previous home was the shower to have. Yeah. And every time I went in there, I just it just pleased me how nice and flush all the tile was and the, the seats, bench seats just right and the rain shower head is just right. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> geek out on it i know hey i get it i mm. watch kids movies and think of it as a marketing movie <laughs> <laughs> but mm. yeah um i mean so with the room addition that that you're doing on your home currently mm-hmm. any words of wisdom for living through it or uh well i mean you have lived to through several manage ex- expectations right yeah yeah that's if you know what you're in for and you get yourself you're mentally prepared, you can get through about anything. Yeah. So I think just having unrealistic expectations is what you don't want to have. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of mess, a lot of dirt, a lot of work, <laughs> but when it's all done, a lot of reward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you have it. Okay. So anything else we need to cover on the room edition front? I think that is just about everything. I mean, I think, you know, visit our website and take a look at some of the things that oh, we've done. Good point. Um, yeah. We have a room edition section and you can see the exterior and interior of those projects. Mm-hmm. And even, um, you know, when you click on those pictures, you can click through to view the whole project and see the floor plans too, yeah. Yeah. Uh, before and after and see what happened there. Yeah. So everybody go to dayfox.com. Look there. There's a lot of information there. Jamie's put together a great site and, you can also find out stuff about the process. So we appreciate you tuning in. Remember, you can reach us by email, info at dayfox.com. Of course, you can go to our website, dayfox.com or Dayfox Radio. We'll be back next Sunday morning at 8.